And now, let's have a brief word from our sponsors. And let's get into the Lewis S. Black Show, bro. Yo, what up, 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 what up? It's your boy Lewis S. Black coming to you with another podcast, baby. And on today's episode, we're going to eloquently call this one the Chris Brown effect. Your boy Breezy, that made the headlines. He's on tour right now with, I don't want to be so inaccurate, but one of them babies, one of them baby rappers. I think Little Baby, if not The Baby, but he's on the tour with one of them damn babies that can rap their ass off. Shouts out to both of them. Both of them are killer. Both of them are some very talented artists. And of course, both of them have done a song together, Lil Baby and The Baby. So he's on tour with one of the babies right now, you know, going city to city, getting that bag. And Chris Brown is a hustling ass nigga. He decided he's going to do something that I really have not heard of before, which is he's going to guarantee pictures with the fans, meet and greet. You pay a thousand dollars and you get to meet him, shake his hand, exchange names, shoot the shit for two seconds and take a personalized photo. None of that. Let me just put my arm around you shit. He's going to really take a photo like he knows you. I saw one dude take a picture with him, and we'll just make fun of that real quick. One dude took a picture with him, and it wasn't no gay shit. It was just, you know, they got their arms folded, and they just doing the same pose. And it really looked like some shit that homeboys would do. Like as if these niggas went to high school and possibly played on the same basketball team together type shit. But mainly it's been, I'm pretty sure 98% of the time, the females the ladies out here have been taking pictures with them. I got to share that funny ass caption real quick because it was the tweet by your boy blue, but then the response. So this guy's wearing some camouflage pants, some North Carolina ones. Hey, that's a nice touch. The North Carolina ones. That's what's up. And Chris Brown's got like on a yellow button up shirt. And some jeans and shit. So, artist Young Blue tweets, A thousand dollars for a lifelong memory slash moment ain't bad. Y'all ain't gonna have no memories when y'all get old. Only thing y'all gonna remember is paying bills. Edward, who goes by Kobe Say 24 that made himself viral with this clap back. Laugh my ass off. This man paid a stack for a pick with Chris Brown. Don't try to be cool now, Stan. Jump on him like that other girl. And I said, damn, not jump on him like that other girl. And also, shouts out to my homegirl, Damu Nettles, on Facebook. I have to go real quick to this little compilation that she put together where it was a whole bunch of Chris Brown pictures that he had took. And I've got to pull this up. 
Don't worry, your boy is working with some new technology. So rather than having to go from where I'm recording from, I'm able to go from another device. So it's about one, two, three, four, five, about six. We might as well say about several pictures of Chris Brown. Chris Brown's meet and greet photos trend on social media. Chris Brown managed to make every girl take a picture with a look like the love of his life. Laugh at my ass off. I'm scared of him. That was very poorly written, but we get the point. Old girl said, these pictures is making me feel like G Money in New Jack City. Nigga, I knew you wasn't nothing but a high price hoe. Put Nino on the phone, bitch. <laughs> at the very end, at the very end of the damn pictures, she fucks around and puts down Nino. I know you having a good time. Oh, that took me back to New Jack City when G Money was like, Nino, I know you having a good time, but the card has been infiltrated. The card has been whacking. Come down here right now. Old girl tried to touch on him. Get off me. So now, I'm going to take y'all to my thesis, which is what I felt about the situation. And I want to give a disclaimer. I am in no way hating. I am congratulating. Let's let the shit be clear. Let's clear it up on my platform. Because that's why it's the Lewis Says Black show. It ain't the y'all show. It ain't the let me explain to y'all show. It's my platform where I talk shit and swallow spit. Buttering grits. I'm congratulating him. I think it's a very genius move. And what he did is he opened up a lot of people's eyes. For the players out there, he opened up our eyes and he really showed something, which is not only do people make time for what they want to make time for, because that's been an ageless saying, because no matter who you are, whether you have 75 million in the bank or whether you have 750 in the bank or whether you only have $75 in the bank. We spend money on what we want to spend money on. Because these were regular women paying these thousand dollars. Regular working class women. We're not talking about fellow celebrities, which how dare you charge me to take a picture with you. I'm Alicia Keys. I'm Rihanna. I'm Beyonce. I'm Meg Thee Stallion. I'm Cardi B. I'm Nicki Minaj. I'm Young Miami. I'm JT. And together, we are the City Girls. Period. I'm Sweetie for what is worth. Shit, come on now. Fuck that. Hey, I am Mia X. You grew up listening to me in the No Limit Soldiers. I'm Little Kim. I'm Foxy Brown. Chris Brown, you better let me get to the front of this line. You better take this damn picture with me. 
I'm MC Light. Your mama was listening to me before she had your dumb ass. I'm Queen Latifah. I'm Salt. And I'm Pepper. And together, we are Salt and Pepper. I am Spinderella. I used to be their DJ. How dare you charge me to take a picture with you? If you don't get over here and take this picture with me, Chris Brown, and quit playing. I am Janet Jackson. I am Mariah Carey. Nah. And these weren't these IG models. The ones with 60,000, 100,000, 500,000, a million followers. And these chicks are in their bag. These chicks could easily drop a stack like it ain't shit. Cash app it to them real quick. Bing! All right, now come on, Chris Brown. Take this picture with me. Grab on my ass. Act like you know me. Fuck with your girl. Nah, man. Even them, they could get a picture for free for just being fine as hell. And for the fact that he wants to hit that. These were regular chicks. I'm not going to say plain Jane chicks. These were some cute chicks. Or should I say these are at least the pictures that are being put out there for good press and good publicity. Because I don't care how you look, shit. He ain't turning down no damn money. Shit. That $1,000 puts him $1,000 closer to another damn custom-made Lamborghini. Fuck you talking about? What, What is we talking about out here for real? Nah, man. These are working class chicks and it opened my eyes to something. I'm going to read my statement that drove the ladies on my Facebook crazy. And of course, they got upset. I don't know if they thought that I was trying to hate on Chris Brown or if they got upset that a brother was exuding confidence and taking accountability within himself. And basically, I dropped myself from the race of being out here and even halfway chasing these hoes because I ain't never chased these hoes but it's been sometimes where just accidentally without knowing subconsciously was damn near putting up a chase here we go in my voice Chris Brown has taught me a valuable lesson he has inspired me know your worth he has regular working class women paying a thousand dollars for a picture These are the same women that will ignore a regular guy's text message. I gave a few women unnecessary validation this summer with nothing in return. This right here shows me how hard a woman will go just to be next to a man that she values. The bar has been raised. One phone call a week at best from me. For real, y'all gotta call me. I'm Louis Black, the one that can rap sing, dance, make beats, write books, make podcasts, perform, play drums, act, and tell jokes. I named off 10 talents, and I wasn't capping. This is all shit that I'm able to do. Flawlessly, quickly. Since I don't want any more kids, what can you do besides cook, fuck, and get on my nerves sometimes? And that's real. Let me drive that one home. What can you do besides cook, fucking get on my nerves sometimes? That last statement came from me just thinking about past relationships and just encounters. And usually it's a woman cooking for me, fucking on me, 
letting me fuck on her, and occasionally getting on my nerves. If they're not getting on my nerves, then we are getting we are getting together and we are getting along like two little old gangbangers. Two little gangbangers throwing up our set with our fingers bending. Throw up the hood like we checking the engine. The women went nuts. You should have seen some of the comments, bruh. People, men, women, and parents have been paying extra at concerts for years to be up close and personal with their favorite celebs. Wondering why everybody is now shocked over the sticker price of it. I had to let them know. I'm not shocked. It's just my eyes are open. How is paying to see a celebrity you idolize the same as ignoring a random dude? It's no comparison, sir. And it's nothing wrong with wanting mutual reciprocation. But sounds like you want to be chased like you the woman. These are Chris Brown fans, not women he would ever consider dating. I'm sure he chases and pursues women. And yeah, that makes a point. Nigga will tax you when he don't like you. And I love it. I love it. I love it. I'm adapting that mentality. Which is, I know that if a regular woman will sit up here and break herself out of $1,000 just to be around a man that she knows she does not have a chance with, then as a quote-unquote regular guy, I should, number one, only be dealing with women that show high interest that like me. And if a woman likes me, she needs to come with everything she's got that she can do for free. Phone calls are free. Hanging out with me is free, minus maybe the gas that they may spend to meet me somewhere. And hell, a lot of times as guys, we pick them up for the date anyways. So a woman can literally hang out with a guy for free. A woman can sit up here and open up her legs and fuck a guy that she likes for free. Meaning... When I say for free, not free for him because he's done something, but free for her where she doesn't have to spend a dime in order to make these things happen. So that just made me tighten up on what I would call the bullshitters, the women that are playing games, the women that are sitting up here and acting like, hey, the reason why I can't really get with you right now is because I'm talking to this other guy and I've kind of got some really strong feelings for him. Uh Uh-uh, new. And this regular women out here, working regular ass jobs might not even be in the double digits as far as hourly pay that are coming up with a thousand dollars if a regular broke bitch can come up with a thousand dollars you can spend a little time with your boy and i'm spoiled because since the beginning of time i may have touched on this in other episodes before since the beginning of time since i started dating back in 1994 these hoes let me know When we're interested, we're coming at you in 3D. So put your glasses on, nigga. Gang, gang. Period. I'm telling you. So at an early age, at that ripe age of 12, right before my nuts dropped and I got some bass in my voice, I learned how women act when they are interested. 
And it's funny. Let's clear some shit up on my platform. Ladies, there's a difference between chasing a man like he's a woman and acting like you're interested. Now, if you have to call him all the time. Every single time you guys talk is because he has to you have to call him and he never volunteers to call you. You're chasing him like he's a woman. If you have to constantly, I'm not talking about one time, but if you constantly have to initiate, hey, Doug, when we going to get up? And he's letting you know when y'all can get together and y'all are getting together only on his terms. Yeah, you're kind of taking on the position of the man and he's kind of being the woman in a sense. But what I'm talking about is just showing high interest. Showing high interest is calling the brother without him having to call you. High interest is sending a little text message without him having to text you first. High interest is making yourself available. When that brother says, when can we get together? You actually putting it in your mind like, okay, I'm off on Saturday. I got to go get my nails done. I got to go take the kids to karate practice. Boom, 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 boom. You know what? Eight o'clock sounds good to me. Boom. That's high interest. You taking a part of those 24 hours and making part of it available for that man to receive you. That's high interest. And I sat up and I had to go down my mental list and I said, damn, who did I break my neck for that? I was in a serious relationship, meaning during the little talking process, during the courtship process, who did I have to really break my neck in order to make my girlfriend? And fuck it, we can go down the list. My very first girlfriend in the seventh grade. No. I did not have to break my neck at all. She came with cooperation and hooked the brother up with his first kiss and basically taught me how to kiss. Shouts out to you, boo. Don't worry, I'm not messy. I ain't finna say no names. Then, the two girlfriends that I had my freshman year. Because in the eighth grade, I think I probably went with somebody, but those were like little bullshit phone relationships. We're talking about relationships where we're actually holding hands and kicking cans and making plans and we're hanging out and we are seeing each other on a consistent basis. Girl A, no, it was organic. We talked and everything flowed smoothly and before you knew it, we went together. Girl B, no. She did not make things difficult. Everything just flowed. And when I say flow, I'm talking about flowing as smooth as the water in your tub. I'm not even talking about when you cut on the shower, because sometimes that shit can act up. I'm talking about the water coming out of that faucet initially before you hit that button to make shower water coming out. When I say flow. All right. Then I wound up breaking up with one during the freshman year, breaking up with the other one by my junior year. Junior year was a player for a little bit. 
senior year. The girlfriend that I had my senior year. No, she made it very easy. We talked a little bit. We're going together. Then let's flash forward. College. Now, I was a player for the most part till junior year, but even freshman year, when I had what I call my UNC Jordan year, where that one where I got that one college title for smashing chicks. And this was against all odds because we weren't allowed to have cars. We had these little funky ass dorm rooms that we had to share with another guy. So getting put and we didn't have any money. So you don't have a place all to yourself. You don't have a car and you don't have a job. Getting pussy should be as difficult as ever. And I swear I lost count, but I think I knocked down about damn near five to seven of them. That's championship status right there. None of them did I have to go through any extreme hoops. I just had to get creative and getting creative under those circumstances is not breaking your neck. It's called you have to make shit happen, Captain. Now, flash forward to junior year where shit was way easier because I shared a two bedroom apartment with my roommate that I had a dorm with my sophomore year and who was just a very good friend of mine. Shouts out to my partner, Chris. I'm sure he doesn't mind being shouted out on the podcast. Much love to you, Chris. Much love to that baby boy. I know he's getting big. Ha ha. Holla at me, player. You better call me. I had a car and at this point I'm working a job so now I'm just living like a little bitty adult and the girlfriend that I had going from junior year into senior year into even after I graduated for a few years after that please and this was a virgin she made it not only very very easy to crack that virginity code but she made it very easy For us to get into a relationship. I did not break my neck. Boom. We grow apart. Boom. Now I'm grown. The woman that I wound up moving in with. That had two kids. To get into that relationship. I'll say I didn't have to break my neck. But I had to extend my neck. Had to you know do some phone time. Had to meet up with her at this one big ass party. Then out the middle of nowhere, she says, don't you want to take me to breakfast? Had to take her to breakfast. Then finally got her back to my crib and knocked that ass down for the crown. And I never forget. It was with Busta Rhymes and Linkin Park. That song together. We made it. We did it even though we had our backs up against the wall. Forever we made it. Yeah, we did it. Woohoo! And I was tearing that ass up, man. I've had some triumphant moments during my player career. I am Hall of Fame status, baby. Give me my damn yellow jacket and let me get up and do my speech, motherfuckers. No, I still didn't have to break my neck. It flowed. After that, let's see. Uh, this one chick from the east side. 
nah, I didn't have to break my neck. Just had to ex. I had to exercise patience. But please, I ain't even have to take her on a date. Man, I wound up taking her on a date by the time we got into a relationship. So no, another chick from the east side. No, didn't have to break my neck. Get into a relationship with my baby mama. It flowed. I did have to do a lot of back and forth with her over the years. But every time that we were together and we were talking, I had I didn't have to break my neck to get us into talking. And by the time it flowed into a relationship, it flowed organically. Each time that we have entered into a relationship, I didn't have to sit up here and go above and beyond to infinity and beyond like Buzz Lightyear. Got tongue tied. <laughs> like Buzz Lightyear and shit. And that's where everything ends. And then here we are, 2022. I just gave y'all an epic breakdown of each serious relationship that I've been in. That was just a little beep. And just a forewarning, there are several phones in this vicinity and there is an amber alert going off for, for the sake of professionalism. If you hear an amber alert go off because I have most of these phones turned down, but it is one phone that I must keep on ring at all times for the sake of professionalism if you hear an amber alert you already know what it is i'll turn it off quickly of course because this microphone is sensitive so i realized damn now have i broken my neck to get with a woman plenty of times and nothing came of it i just wound up with a broken neck and i had to put that sucker in a cast and i had to heal and i had to get back out in the game that is what Chris Brown taught me. Thank you, Breezy. Which is these chicks spend money how they want to spend money because we may have a difference in money, but the one thing that makes this world, this matrix, this simulation, whatever the hell this reality is that we're in right now, what makes it the shit is the fact that we all got the same 24 hours. People with a little bit more money are getting paid more for what they do within them hours. It's a little controversy, though, how these chicks is coming up with the money, because these look like the type of chicks to where we're talking about a thousand dollars. These seem like the type. These look like the type of chicks that might fuck around and only be pulling down about maybe. Twelve hundred or something like that a month. And damn it, she got rent to pay. So it makes me wonder, damn, are you getting it about a nigga? You can't be getting it about your boyfriend. Because why would your boyfriend give you money to pose like you're in a relationship with Chris Brown? I'm talking about Chris Brown did one where he got on his knees and act like he was proposing to the chick. He did um, a lot of those behind the back poses where you put your you get behind the chick and then you put your hands right around her belly or in this case with some of these chicks that fupa f-u-p-a that fupa girl have you ever held, had your fupa held neatly cuffed quit playing and fuck with a nigga that'll hold that fupa for you ain't nothing wrong with a little bit of meat on that bone 
Shit, what we talking about? No man, and, and then this one chick, she won the crown because she actually jumped up. And Chris Brown was like holding her by her thighs. And old girl was fine as a motherfucker. She's going to be the cover art for this podcast. So you'll be able to see that for yourself while you're listening. You can look and be like, yeah. And I told people, ain't no way that you can convince me that he ain't dig her out. If you think that Chris Brown ain't fucked that chick, I got some beachfront property in Idaho to sell you. I got a bridge in Brooklyn that we're getting ready to tear down. And since we're not going to replace this bridge in Brooklyn, we're just going to sell pieces of it since it's historical. I got swampland in Florida to sell you. I got snow cones in hell for sale. Matter of fact, even though it's 109 degrees outside, I've got a space heater that you could use. If you think that Chris Brown ain't fuck her. Now, being that he had to probably do it like um like a conveyor belt style. Next, 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 next. I guarantee you. As fine as she is, as cute and sexy as she was, because you could tell that she had some titties. If you look at that side thing, man, she had that titty meat up against his chest. So as a man, you grabbing them little caramel thighs. And then some of that titty meat bumps up against your flat chest. Woo! You gots to hit that. You gots to. So I'm pretty sure what he told her was, hey, um, why don't you just uh, stick around a little bit? I got to take care of these other pictures, just like I took care of yours. But I want to hang out with you for a little bit after everybody leaves. So just uh, sit back over there. We got some drinks. We got some Hennessy and some Ciroc. Just make yourself comfortable and uh, chill out while I take care of this, okay? Okay, Chris. And after he got done taking them other 20 pictures... Like a professional, because Chris Brown is a professional. I guarantee you he hit that. I guarantee you he took it back. And, and the thing that I love about that celebrity shit, because even though I'm not a famous, famous celebrity, I am underground with it. And I've had had that groupie love. And with that groupie love, you ain't got to do too much. Just run up on her. Look her deep in her eyes. Kiss her on the neck. And then my famous saying, when in doubt, whip it out. You whip it out, and just like the porn and just like in the porn stories, you whip it out, she gets on her knees and she takes care of that damage. She go on here and she fixes you up. Then after that, you take her to Pound Town. And my new model ladies, if you ain't trying to go to Pound Town, Go ahead and move around. Go ahead, since you don't want to live in Pound Town, go ahead and move to the suburbs, which is on the outskirts of me, which means get the fuck away from me. If you ain't freaking, we ain't speaking. I'm really going to cut down on these dinner dates. Dinner dates ain't no more dinner dates. It's drinks. Meet up with me somewhere. We can have drinks, and it'll be somewhere that serves food. And if the vibe is right... 
and we're vibing right and I can tell that things is going smooth and you want some food, boom. Go ahead and uh, send something out to the lady and I will not be eating. I'll be full, but you can eat. That way, ladies, you can't sit up here and judge my eating habits. I haven't been judged for that. But, fellas, just know that when you sit up here and you're doing these little dinner dates, they're looking at your etiquette, how you eat. You know, um, it's some chicks that said, and they've got their own podcast, they get turned off when a guy orders appetizers. So you can't order appetizers. That's a turn off. You getting a salad. That's a turn off. So the only thing you can do is just sit up here and be hungry as fuck until the main entree comes out. So no, I'm not finna even eat in front of you because I look at eating as something sacred. From someone that has been down and out before, someone that has been broke before and didn't know how they were going to eat. So all of a sudden I can eat whatever I want, whenever I want. I look at eating as sacred. At one point, back when I was a kid or when I lived with my parents, eating dinner was sacred. Phones off. We are going to get together, all of us, and we are going to sit at this table, and damn it, we're going to talk to each other. For about a half hour, however long it takes for us to eat this food, we're going to sit up here and we're going to talk to each other. How was your day, son? I'm good. How was your day, mom? Boom. Shit like that. So now, you're not special enough to be eating with me yet. That's some sacred shit, man. It's some people in third world countries that don't ever get to eat these lavish meals that we sit up here and waste 50, 60 bucks on. So now, we can meet up for drinks or we can go bowling. Yeah, we can even go to a movie, old school style. But no more of them dinner dates. You gotta tax these chicks somehow, man. They got to come up off of something, man. Now me, I'm not the one to uh, ask a chick for no money. But what I have noticed with a lot of these relationships that I was in was before we got together, they did cook for your boy. If these women can sit up here and pay $1,000 to kick it with Breezy, you hoes can mess around and make your boy a plate. That's my asking for you. I want a plate. I want a plate of whatever you cooking. Ham hocks, oxtails, pork chops, ribs, burger, chicken, fish it don't matter i eat anything well i don't eat anything i don't eat chitlins hell if you're talking about you uh the made some fried gator i've never had it but i'll even try some fried gator baby just hook your boy up with something i will say this in closing before we end the episode i hope they didn't spend no child support money because a lot of them chicks look like some single mothers and i know that after a while especially if you're good with your money you can fuck around and after a while not have to spend your child support because you've been saving it, your stamps is good, and you don't really need to get the kid anything, but this nigga is obligated no matter what the situation is, even if you become a damn millionaire bitch by hitting the lotto and you hit 250 million and they whack your ass down to about, I don't know, 120, um, 120 something million. That baby daddy still needs to pay your ass that $300 a month. I hope and pray that none of them chicks save child support money and give that nigga Chris Brown under their child support money. I know some of these baby daddies done seen that picture and said, Ooh! 
Now you got me running hot. That's my baby mama in that picture with Chris Brown with her legs wrapped around him. I'm sitting up here paying $600 a month. And this bitch got me paying the rent, paying the bill, smoking out the window. Ooh, ooh, I'm going to go upside ahead. I'm going to go snoops upside ahead. Snoops upside ahead. Man, I, I wonder why she wasn't asking me for shit, man. That bitch has been pocketing the money, man. But here it is, man, little man. He's walking around, and his damn shoes look like they can talk. Not little man, shoes talking, cuz. Man, his shoes look like they can walk up and start a conversation with you. Like, hey, what's going on, bro? Could you tell me what time it is? Do you know what time the 558 bus is coming? Little man, shoes talking like that. Nigga shirts is too tight. Nigga hair, I had to get his hair cut, man. She ain't even getting that nigga hair cut. That nigga growing a fro, man. I said, fuck it, we might as well go ahead and let him get braids. This is what she's spending my child support money on. Man, I'm going to call DCF, man. Time for me to get custody of my motherfucking kid, man. That stupid ass bitch. Telling you. That's one of their baby daddies right now. And that nigga Chris Brown, man. Woo, I respect me. I respect me some Chris Brown. That nigga Chris Brown wasn't doing the corny R&B singer grin. That nigga got the fucking evil grin, bro. That nigga is a cokehead. But he's my favorite cokehead. He got that evil cokehead grin. That evil grin of I can fuck any of these bitches. And I'm just going to be picky. But even if I don't fuck none of them, they all finna give me a thousand dollars, man. I'm talking about, man, 20 chicks lined up, 20,000 each city, along with what the promoter then gave you. Come on, man. Woo, Chris Brown be hustling. So that's further to let y'all know that I am not hating Chris Brown. I pop my collar to you. That new album, I got it, Breezy. That shit is slamming. It's one of your better pieces of work, man. Hey, I fucks with it. And with that said, that's been another episode of the Lewis S. Black Show. Follow me on social media. And now, I'm staying consistent. I've been noticing, man. It was meant for me to be Lewis S. Black. Because three times in a row. Three times, baby. Count them. One, two, three. Uno, dos, tres. Let me see if I know my my trait my uh my French. Un, deux, trois. I've gotten the same handle at Lewis S Black. That takes you to my Instagram, my Twitter, and now my TikTok. On TikTok, I think TikTok is where I'm gonna blow up. Somehow, some way, I'm gonna figure out how to do some stupid shit. On TikTok, I may introduce one of my alter ego characters like Big Badass Billy Banks. We're going to blow up on TikTok. When I go viral on TikTok, remember this episode when I called it. When I go viral on TikTok, everybody is going to see that I make music and everybody's going to do what I call curiosity streams. Where they just want to hear what I got to say and it's going to be six 
albums worth of material to listen to. And that money's going to come flowing in. It's just going to rain down on me. Whew. I get chills just talking about it. I'm going to fuck with y'all later.